When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 317, Low-Tech Training Origins, by Ross Enemite of rostraining.com, and I'm Dr. Neil. Hello, happy Tuesday. Welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I simply read to you from the best health and fitness blogs for free. I cover nutrition, fitness, stress management, weight management, and lots more. It's just like an audiobook, but basically from a bunch of different authors, and always with permission from the sites themselves. Speaking of the sites we narrate from, a bunch of them are getting together to do a year-long course on simplicity. The idea came from Courtney Carver, who's frequently read on my brother's podcast, Optimal Living Daily. She got The Minimalists, Mark and Angel, Colin Wright, and more authors that we narrate to tackle one topic a month in all of 2018. Jules Clancy, who has her food science degree, will be covering simplicity with cooking in April and eating in October of next year, so you might want to check it out. Just visit oldpodcast.com learn to learn more and not only support a bunch of the authors we narrate, but also us, because Courtney will contribute back to our shows if you go through us. So again, the link is oldpodcast.com learn. You help us out and you help out simplicity as well. And now let's hear today's post and continue optimizing your life. Low-Tech Training Origins by Ross Enemite of rostraining.com. One of the motivators behind this blog is my desire to prove that it is possible to get in shape with little or nothing. As a result, I've shared countless stories of athletes who have thrived despite training in less than ideal environments. Whether it was boxers in Brazil, wrestlers in India, or athletes in Russia, the common denominator between them is their ability to succeed without the so-called necessities that the fitness industry so heavily markets. Unfortunately, there appears to be confusion in regards to some of my previous entries. For example, one reader of the site asked why I continue to share so many stories of underprivileged athletes. He wrote the following, quote, You've made your point. It's time to move on. 
end quote. Another reader of the site asked, what's the relevance of an athlete who lives in poverty to those who are more fortunate? In his words, quote, are you suggesting that we need to live in poverty to be successful? How ironic, end quote. Based on comments such as these, I feel it is important to clarify a few points. One, not an exception. It's the rule. First and foremost, I will continue to share stories of underprivileged athletes to silence those who would otherwise suggest that one successful case is the exception, not the rule. It is with conscious thought and intent that I have shared stories from athletes around the world. For example, I've highlighted success stories from boxers in lands such as Ghana, Brazil, and Uganda, just to name a few. Not only do these boxers not know each other, there's a good chance that they don't know of each other. There is no relationship or sharing of information between them. These are unique stories. Once again, the common theme between them is success despite lack of equipment, supplementation, and nutritional options outside of simply trying to survive. Two, raw footage. What's nice about observing these athletes in action is everything you see is raw and real. There is no marketing nonsense to sift through. These athletes don't know we are watching. We wouldn't even know what they were doing if it wasn't for the journalists who traveled to those lands to document their stories. That alone is significant. These athletes are not training to impress us. They are literally training for their lives. They have dreams of escaping the poverty that surrounds them. They train how they do because it has been successful. They don't do so with hopes of converting others to follow their approach. Such realness is rarely captured in the fitness industry today. Three, observation is a powerful tool. I don't share these stories with hopes of converting an army of blind followers. You don't need to copy what you see to benefit from these examples. Instead, use observation as the powerful tool that it can be. Simply observe the various athletes in action and make note of what they've done to become successful. You can then apply Bruce Lee's timeless wisdom to absorb what is useful and discard what is not. For example, just because the wrestlers in India may train without a floor doesn't mean that you need to as well. You can, however, learn from the work ethic and desire that they so clearly display. Four, honesty. Whether you choose to admit it or not, fitness is a hustle. The fitness industry is a multi-billion dollar machine with no signs of slowing down. Yes, there are good and bad apples within any industry, but we all know that the fitness world is filled with deception. I don't have a problem with anyone earning an honest living, but many fitness marketers make used car salesmen look as honest as a young child. Not a day passes without a marketer spamming my inbox with false promises of improved fitness. There is no shame in their game. They are relentless and extremely manipulative. It's these modern fitness gurus who tell us what's needed to get in shape. Meanwhile, there are countless stories from poverty-stricken lands that suggest otherwise. Whose story should we believe? The marketing powers who dictate trends in the name of revenue or those who succeed with little or nothing? Hopefully, we won't need Captain Obvious to save the day and answer this question. It's comical that a fitness marketer will tell others what is needed when 99% of them wouldn't last a day in the gym with athletes in distant lands such as Uganda or India. Perhaps what the industry tells us we need isn't as important as previously thought. Five, I've lived it. The stories that I've shared highlight the significance of intangible qualities that cannot be sold. The fitness marketers cannot sell you attributes such as hard work, dedication, sacrifice, consistency, or perseverance. As a result, these qualities will never receive as much attention as those items that can fatten the wallets of the fitness regime. 
Fortunately, there are still some of us who have walked the walk and understand the significance of the intangibles. I don't simply write about low-tech environments because it interests me. I have lived it. The gym I started with consisted of nothing but cement walls, a few punching bags, and several fighters who were hungry to succeed. It wasn't Ghana or Uganda, but we didn't have much more in terms of equipment. Lack of equipment didn't stop us, however. Everyone who was there was in shape. We worked hard, we challenged each other, and we encouraged each other. We thrived heavily on the basics. We worked hard with calisthenics. We ran hard, we hit the bags hard, we sparred hard, and we fought regularly. The approach was simple yet effective. None of us knew anything about nutrition and no one took any supplements. That didn't stop us from getting in shape. When in doubt, we always relied on more work and harder work. It never failed. Six, more than boxing. My experience is clearly rooted in the sport of boxing. Fortunately, you don't need to be a boxer to learn from these examples. Instead, recognize that if high-level fighters can thrive on the basics, you can too. The average Joe or Jane needs much less fitness than a competitive fighter. To suggest they cannot succeed with a similar low-tech approach is beyond ignorant. The fitness marketers would certainly like you to believe otherwise. So it's my hope that the stories I mentioned will help some see through their rampant deception. If you wish to get in shape, you have everything you need to get in shape. Almost anything works if you are willing to work. The only legitimate secret is that there aren't any secrets. Get up, get busy, and the results will follow. If athletes in distant lands can succeed with this approach, you can too. It isn't as complicated as many would like us to believe. Quote, effort is between you and you and nobody else. Ray Lewis. You just listened to the post titled Low Tech Training Origins by Ross Enemite of rosstraining.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When I'm working with patients, one of the most common questions I get is, what exercises can I do without equipment? I don't like the gym environment. I like to watch TV when I'm working out. Is there anything I can do in my living room? Yes, absolutely. And I've seen some wonderful results from people that have no equipment and just stick with it. I truly believe that working out with no equipment, working out at home, is not going away. This is because for most, it's convenient. Not everyone likes the gym environment. Not everyone has the time to go to the gym to make that extra trip before or after work or during their lunch break. 
It's simply not convenient. But what is often convenient is, I'm gonna get home from work, and I'm gonna work out while I watch the football game. I'm gonna get up and watch my DVR while I work out before I go to school or get to work. That makes consistency much more likely. And that's when you're gonna get results. So if you're one of those who wants to work out at home and you have no equipment, just be sure, of course, you get a little bit of training so you know how to do moves properly, like squats and push-ups and things like that. But I encourage you to do so. Once you have that knowledge, go for it. No equipment, no problem. Now, before I go really quickly, once again, if you're interested in taking a year-long course with some of the authors we narrate, They'll be covering a bunch of different topics related to simple living, including travel, eating, cooking, gratitude, relationships, and more. They'll have live talks with recordings, optional homework, new content, and optional private Facebook groups, and more. If you're interested in doing this, come by oldpodcast.com learn to learn more. All right, I am out of here. Thank you as always for being here. Thank you for listening every day. Thank you for subscribing. I hope you're having a great week so far and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism, from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift, as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us, and remember, your optimal life awaits.